Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy The Dungeon House. That sucks. Little baby, hey, that's helpful. I love all the Koroks, Joy. That's so funny. Isn't that so There were so many. That was just a big group of them. And then I loved so that, that, that big picture with me and a whole bunch of Avatar characters. That was just some random family that was like, we're just going to do Avatar. Anyways, they had the whole cast. It was great. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's like my future family goals right there. Going to Phoenix is a family. I like how the little baby is Appa. That's super cute. Isn't that so fun? Oh, there was one other. There was a big group of Appas. I didn't. I didn't send that. They were kind of lame because they were. Um. They were like onesies. Oh, okay. But like, it was still cool. There was like six or seven of them. How many were there? It would have been awesome is if they were like combined together, like Power Ranger Fusion. So that way each one would be like a leg of Appa. And then you have like a head and then someone with a tail. And they'd all walk around together. as like a, a, oh, a that's giant. Hilarious. That's a hilarious so like, idea. Like a, like a real life sized Appa. That would be that'd be the dream. That would be super fun. Huh, huh, Brandon. Don't roll off the edge, baby. I said it better myself. Thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate your support. Anytime. There, well, there it is. We're. I think we're live by now. Probably. Uh, yeah, it's eight uh, six thirty-two. But before we get started, I do have one disclaimer that I need to to say. Thanks to Brandon. Brandon, I'm caught up onto this last book of the Legend of Drift series. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like caught up to like uh, it's the week that they're releasing, <laughs> but you're getting there. I'm getting there, and it is oh my goodness, it is good, dude. It is. Isn't Entrary just the biggest? I know, right? I'm just like oh, like I, I love him. Yeah, I love like, when there's a chapter where like. It doesn't tell you who it is, but then like the 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 Loth priestess gets killed in like the alleyway, and you're not like sure who this is. Yeah. And then like he does the accent, and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good, really good read. Yeah, it's fun to be eight books into it. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what series is this for the anonymous? Um. The Legend of Dritz. I feel like um, Forgotten Realms books. Mm -hmm. He's one of the most popular D&D characters ever. Ever. And for good reason. He is awesome. I love him. I have a big crush on him. <laughs> I don't blame you. Major crush. He is a hunk. Um, but yeah. Nah. Uh, there's anything else other than that that I had to say. It, that was just my biggest thing as I, I need to let Brandon know where I was 
sitting at in that. Do you have music? Yeah, we got music. No gear. Oh, no gear. Um. Anywho, any other thing that happened that was fun this week for anyone? Oh, I've been doing, I've been doing a crap ton of homework. Yo, same. Big thumbs up. Not not enjoyable. No, I have an exam tomorrow in structural analysis. Joy went to Fanex. Joy went to Fanex. Um, I have a new job. I'm getting. I'm going to work for the state road again as an intern, uh, but for a different internship. That's pretty exciting. Oh, a different different internship. Yes, it's still with the state road, but it's for a different thing. So instead of like doing construction and inspection, stuff like that, I will be working on um, like stoplights, which we get stuff. Nice. So a lot more learning about kind of like traffic patterns and stuff like that. So we could, interesting. That's actually really good to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a major pay raise from what I'm doing at the university, which is nice. Uh, so you start like immediately what um basically yeah since i was working there during the summer they have all my paperwork still so they just need to file some stuff over and like i'm already hired on i'm starting next week so and i, I went and talked to one of my bosses at the university and they said yeah you're good you don't have to worry about putting a two weeks notice in you're just a you're just a student. Yeah, we understand you got a better opportunity, so go live your dreams. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> good. So yeah, that's about it. Um, other than that, Joy, it's good to see your face, but I feel like we haven't seen it in like forever. As McKay yeah. steadily hints at David and Kyle. <laughs> at an airport. Guys, yeah, Kyle has an excuse for right now. I once I'm not homeless anymore, and I don't take these calls in weird places, you'll see my face again. See, he's like in the bathroom of like Target, which is posted up in there. It's a little awkward. In a TJ Maxx. Hey, could you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Where's the best public bathroom that you've gone to? What? You heard him. That's a, that's a weird question. Um, I can tell you where the worst one that I've been to is. Let's hear it before we get. Let's let's um, let's, let's go down this. Let's go for a second. I don't have a lot prepared today, so we might as well build some time. <laughs> um, mine was on my mission. Um, in Romania, it's kind of like if any of you know the musical Urine Town. It's most. It's same with most European uh, countries. You have to pay to pee. Whoa. Um, yeah, and I remember. Great need. I remember. Um, I went to a KFC uh, that they had there. By the way, KFC in Romania is the best. So good. But went to there. It was a KFC and um, or some sort of fast food restaurant, and basically. You had to order something, and then you get a code on the receipt that would then go to the restroom. And oh. the restroom was 
so bad and so crowded. It was like in this dungeon. Like I had to walk down these like deep stairs. They were like, it went on forever. And then you turn this, and it's like gets darker and darker as you're going down there. And you turn a small corner, and there's like a line of like five guys for this one stall. And you're just like, oh uh, no. What's going and on? It's this tiny little room, like down in this like just cement, just cave. It was terrible. <laughs> I have the best public bathrooms in my uh, on my mission. It's literally just the jungle. Just walk out. Like five feet. My worst bathroom experience with that was at Dollar General. We were tracting, so I didn't have choice. I could have pulled the card of like, I have to use the restroom. Can I use the restroom person? Oh, while we're here, can we share a message? I should have done that, but um, no. Went to Dollar General, which is basically Family Dollar, and it's just, it was so bad. Well, Good. Can I show up one more thing I got at Panex? Yes. Some random person came up to me and just gave me this. Mm. It says, glory to Master uh, Koga. Mm. <laughs> Hilarious. It was the day I was wearing my Zelda outfit. Anyways, sorry. Mm -hmm. I was just looking through the stuff on my desk and I found it. So. <laughs> I'm glad that they're uh, proselyting as well. Does her name H? Is it an H? Hmm? I don't know. Your char the character from Legend of Zelda, doesn't it start with an H? Or what does it start it with? Not. Yeah, what does it start with? It starts with an M. Uh-uh. Margaret. Margaret. Melissa. No. <laughs> you guys I don't want just these, like normal names. <laughs> The name is Malin. M A L O N. Malin. I like Melon. Now that rings me. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Malin. lot of Marins. People are like, oh, you're Marin. I'm like, close, but not really. You got called out a lot. That's so fun, guys. Well, I think we're about ready to get started with DD. Tori's gonna be a little late. She just needs some time. Need a break. So, we need a recap. Um, I did it recently. I know you did. Joy's been gone. Kyle did it last week. I'm thinking it's either Faith or David. I did it last week. Last week. Definitely not David then. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he did. Nah, you're just making that up, right? Sure, why not? Yeah. All right, face got it. Would that be okay? Yeah. All right. Last time on the dungeon house. Um, da, 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 da. we. Um, and what? What did happen? Oh, we were on our way to uh, South. 
Falnor. Falnor? You left Falnor. We left Falnor. We left Falnor. Now we're on our way to Falnor. And on the way, we learned some tricky tricks of how to communicate through message, whatever. So we sent a weird message to Papa um, Brighton, Brightor, to Papa Brightor, Azurus, and yes. Yes. And so we got a message back, but it he didn't understand the memo of keep it short. So we went on our way, and on the way, Mr. Boo Man Donnie, Donnie Boy, he decided to make his great escape. And so the party had some fun times entertaining Baron from not seeing old Donnie Boy. It was that intense. It was very intense. Yes, bubbles were made. Um, and then, once we were able to get to a spot to chill for a second, um, we were able to check little trees. And Moss went on his way and found some goblins because he didn't pass his stealth check. Um, and the goblins were like, ha, little gnome boy, he got nothing. He's like, what? Say that to my face. And then it went down, and then Opal was no help. It was pretty bad. But we won the day, but a goblin did get away, so we're gonna find out what happens with that. But, so we won the fight, but one got away, and we're gonna see what happens. Opal's kind of feeling embarrassed right now, but... I think that's about what's going on. Yes. Yeah, Very poor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. Thanks, Faith. That's a pretty good recap. So, to get us started off where we left off last week, um, you all just fi finished off the bugbear and you had seen one of the goblins running off into the distance. Um, with that, what would you guys like to do uh, in this moment? I mean, I want to go after that little goblin, the little one that got away. Yeah. Can't let him get away. Are you going to go by yourself? I mean, uh, no Moss is going to join in on the chase. Yes. Oh, gonna try and redeem yourself. If you want to join as well, mm -hmm. okay, perfect. So we have Moss, Opal, and Baron. Um, seeing the goblin run off into the distance, you all make haste and pursue. Need you all to roll, um, oh. either a survival or a perception check. Is this all of us or just one of us? Um, <clears throat> all of you. Sorry, I just about for a second, but I'm going to be joining them too. Okay, no worries. Well, what were the checks again? Very close to a net twenty. Um, you have either survival or uh, perception. Okay, with a perception, Moss comes in at a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Baron got one, and 
Opal got eight. Nat one. Nat one. Natural. Natural. Completely lifted. You end up going over there. You can be another one. French ones. Well, it's good to know. I got a 23 for perception. Okay. As you all start heading, it's not clean. What do you need to do right now? So I told you. No, I, it's just really quiet. Oh, thank you. Really quiet. Don't push your shuffles, but... You're next to me. Okay. Sorry, I was just making sure the music is, is going. So, as you guys make your way haste, um, Baron and Opal... It gets pretty thick fairly quickly, right? As soon as you enter into this kind of more boggy-esque section next to the the river, um, Moss and Elia, you're able to keep keep a good eyesight on kind of the the shifting of the plants in front of you. Um, though your companions themselves are kind of getting a little bit behind. For you to kind of keep up the chase, you might have to leave them behind. Um, if you want to keep within eye shot of this goblin. Bye. Yeah. Guess we're leaving them behind. I don't even know. If, I don't even think Elia would really notice. She would be too focused. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right. As you guys continue to run. Um. Eventually, you get to the point where you don't notice any of the movement in front of you like you've been seeing recently. It's almost as if the goblin in front of you has vanished. Look for any, like, tracks or anything like that? Yeah. As you... Kind of stop realizing that your chase board hasn't um, accrued anything thus far. Um, make a um, a survival check to see how, like, if you can start tracking the those those paw prints, the goblin footies. I see a thirteen. Thirteen. So, Elia, as you kind of take it stock, uh, take stock of what's around you, kind of looking around and getting an understanding of where the tracks are leading. Um, you come across the tracks of him moving fairly quickly, and all of a sudden they don't really seem to be moving in that direction anymore. You can see what looks to be a kind of a, a cutoff to one side. Um, as you kind of slowly take a second to follow it, you realize that 
the goblin must not be running anymore, but most likely is hiding somewhere in the area. As you look around, you see most of this is that similar tall grass that was surrounding the house. Though there are some places that are some overturned logs, some trees, um, and the the river itself right next to you, um, not too far away. You know that goblins, with um, your intelligence and the research that you've done, they're known to be quite sneaky and quite um, good at hiding. Um, so just keep that in mind as you, you keep your uh, vigil out. Um. I feel like she would kind of lower herself and like into the grass a little bit and continue to search. All right. As you're searching, um, Moss, were you right there with her? Just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go to the other other people that are still at the uh, the house, which would be Pinky, Ren, or and uh, Adelaide. Um, Pinky, Ren, and Adelaide. You just see some of your friends kind of run off after what they say to be some sort of goblin still heading out. Um, just to kind of give you a sense of what's around you right now, there's what looks to be a little small one-room shack, a stone foundation, um, the door slightly ajar, thatched roof. You can see over kind of on the other side of the, the town or the house past kind of where the burnt webbing is looks to be something that is buried there um in the in the dirt not too far away as well as you have all the these goblin uh and the one bugbear that you have defeated in front of you um just to kind of give you an idea the river's not too far away either it's only about oh 30 feet away and you know especially at this point in the day when it's starting to get lower light the bugs are kind of getting thick um it's kind of a little bit of a swampy feel you can feel the uh, humidity in the air your skin's starting to kind of clam up you kind of smell on the air the scent of you know decaying wood and plant material mixed with something rotten um Really earthy smells, fresh mud. The last rays of the sun are touching about the tops of the trees right at this moment. Um, to turn to the group that that is still there and and say, uh, should we go after them? I mean, we could. I, if you want, I, I'm personally interested in what they were burying here. I'm going to check that out. 
If uh, if Ryan goes to investigate with Pinky, then Adelaide will go too. All right, perfect. Okay. All right, Ryan, you walk over there. You can see that they were using fairly crude shovels. Um, not anything very nice. Just something that you can shove in the ground and move dirt with. They have a scoop end and a handle end. Just your basic everyday goblin shovel. You know? Yeah, I, I like it. I think they did a great job with these tools. Uh, actually, they're not very good at all. But they tried their best. They get an A for effort. <laughs> um, Adelaide will pick up one of the shovels and she'll start very carefully like scraping up layers of dirt, almost like afraid that she's going to find something. As you start to dig, um, what are you worried about finding? Something Anything. gross. Something gross. Something that's going to jump out. A body. A body. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I feel like you're pretty tentative while you're while you're doing this. Um, is anyone else helping her? Are you all kind of focused on the first uh, little dirt mound? Yeah, I'll, I'll help her. I'll get down there. Uh, Pinky has realized that she will be of no use with any shovel because she's too small. So she's going to go dig through the pockets of the dead bodies. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Pinky, I'd like you to do a perception check. And perception check. Really? Yeah. Uh, that is a three. Okay. Good to know. Pinky, you found what, like, as you sort through all their pockets, in total, um, they have baubles, little trinkets, like, you you find on one of them, like, what looks to be, like, a hawk's beak that's been carved into a, um, a sort of necklace, and small pebbles have been made into beads along it. It's a little heavy for, for your tastes, but it's kind of cool. Um, you find pocket lint, and you also, you find about what lo looks to be about, um, about seven-ish gold pieces, um, total among them, um, putting it all together, as well as each one of them kind of had a crude bow, crude, um, kind of little scimitar-looking thing. For you, it's like a, a, a fairly big sword as well. To them, it's like a, a good, you know, scimitar. To like someone like Pablo or Adelaide, it's like a curved dagger, but it's pretty gnarly looking. Like it, it's it's definitely more brute force rather than being a fine cutting edge. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah. On the the bugbear himself, though, you do find a jagged. Um, Morning Star. That's what his weapon was that he was using in the fight, though he could never hit with it. Um, you see the the top of it looks like it was fashioned by some sort of old helmet that was filled with some sort of concrete material with a chain in it, and the the helmet's all kind of spiky. Um, it's kind of metal looking, to be honest. A little hardcore. 
Cool. I'm assuming Pinky isn't going to be able to pick it up. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. It's like <laughs> a boulder on a, a chain that's tied to a snake. Cool. Yeah. She's pretty uh, fascinated. She's just going to look at it for a little while. <laughs> um, as you continue to dig, you find um, what looks to be something wooden. As you kind of hit something a little harder as you're scraping, as you kind of move more dirt off of it, you find what looks to be some sort of wooden stack. You can see what looks to be like the lower half of like a crudely carved jaw. I tried to get my hand around it and then have wiggle it out yeah. yeah make strength check unnatural 21 a nat an unnatural 20. Unnat <laughs> like, unnatural 21 what can i see those dice real quick can i have a set um yeah so with a with a 21 you it takes a little bit but you're able to one, two, you yank it out, um, exposing what looks to be a miniature figure about Oye Tuttle, uh, carved into the likeness of what looks to be some sort of gnome, um, kind of longer ears. Um, he's kind of more of a stout body. Um, it's very impressionistic. His body's more kind of like a cylinder um, with like kind of arms kind of carved into it and like kind of legs. And he's just kind of standing there. They have a really like kind of tall conical hat up to the, to the top. Um, anyone who has, is not from a D&D uh, world would know this to be a garden gnome. But do I know what it is? No. Does, I mean, does Adelaide know what no. it is? Unless you, you feel like you would have a good understanding of goblin garden gnome uh, techniques. No. <laughs> um, she's... She's going to kind of like roll it around. She's she's looking for writings. Yeah. Then as she does, she's gonna kind of like roll runs right there and then kind of holler to Pinky like, any guesses as to what this could be? That sounded like she had an accent. She does it. She just says that normally. Looks to be some sort of effigy, some dark god, does, maybe. Would Pinky recognize anything? Uh. As you look at it, as you all kind of look at it, it doesn't really look anything out of like, like crazy significant, but it's what's underneath the berries thing that uh, catches your eye after a second as a smell hits your, your nostrils. Um, you smell what seems to be rotting flesh. Okay. As you look down, you see what looks to be um, some sort of from like this. This figure is not too big. You see what looks to be the partially uncovered remains of a body turned face down. Wait, what kind of a body? I'm sorry, the uh, uh, a body that is rotting. Oh. Not necessarily. You haven't described it. No, like it's not. Like imagine like seeing like from the 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 is it humanoid like humanoid is it goblin humanoid okay 
That's what I was curious about. Yeah. I think he's going to point at it and be like, it's a dead body. <laughs> Who is he? Let's dig him Adley. up. <laughs> Adley will lift up the gnome and she's going to be like, do you think it was this dark guard who destroyed this poor soul? He's a grave robber. <laughs> a grave robber. Just like your dad. I actually imagine that the uh, Oh, that Baron and Opal would probably be making their way back since that we would be able to keep. Unless hmm. I don't know. Are we? Are you? I guess so. You don't have to. I figure. I mean, if we lost the trail. Yeah, we'll go back. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you find. Um, it looks to be, um, about 400 spots, um, in the ground that are not uncovered. Do you want to uncover the rest of the body? Um, is this a human? It's hard to tell right now because it's still mostly buried. You can definitely see the back of a head leading down to a neck with a shirt laying. And it is partially decayed. Partially decayed. So it's... Uh, it's not fresh, for sure. If you'd like to continue looking at this, you can. I'm, I'm going to take a look inside of the house. Quick. What is this, like... If we're seeing a head and a neck and some shirt, it doesn't look, like, child-sized, does it? No. It, cool. It's because of the... The the no the goblin gnome, garden gnome is like this size. It's like okay, like how long? It's it's like two like a foot and a half, you'd say. Okay, no, it's it's fairly substantial. I meant like the dead body. Oh, I know. I'm saying like that's how much you can see exposed. Oh, the, oh okay. I see. I see. Because he okay. was buried. That makes sense. The the thing was buried on top of the the person. Okay. Cool. So it doesn't look like a child. So, yes. Uh, if no one's gonna help Pinky, I don't know if she'd continue to dig up the body because she's it'll it'll take her a long time because she's so small. Dragon's still there. Yeah, I can help out. Are you gonna help me? Sure. What are we staring at? It's a dead body. It was buried underneath this gnome thing, and she's gonna point to it like, like it's the coolest thing ever. Cool, cool. A dead body. Cool. <laughs> he just thumbs up. Opal would be sorry. Opal would be kicking a tree, a little disappointed that she lost. The race. Yeah, she lost the race. She's not the fastest girl in the world. No, she's not. So, she's still just disappointed, so she'll eventually catch on, like, oh, we're, we're doing something. I'll, I'll go over. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys, um, as Adelaide, you head over towards the house. 
you would notice in front of you what looks to be tracks in the mud leading uh like there's a lot of goblin footprints here um though it's been a couple of minutes you see what looks to be really fresh ones leading outside the house above all the other ones i'll kind of follow those for a bit uh they lead back towards the main road where you guys have been walking so from the cabin to the main road yeah um at least not along that same trail I think Adelaide will kind of leave that and investigate the trail. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, as you kind of follow these back, they leave. Oh no! Sorry. Leave the footprints. Okay. Leave the footprints. Investigate the, the house. house. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Oh, uh, you did. As you head into the house, it looks to be a small dwelling, probably only big enough for one person to live in. Um, a lot of it looks very disheveled, um, torn up. Um, a lot of the, the cabinetry and furniture has been flipped over, um, ransacked, you would say. Um, you do see, though, some food still hanging from the rafters and being dried and such, some herbs. Uh, a lot of it has been torn down, a lot of it's been smashed. Had that same pervasive rotting food smell lingers in here. Um... So it was basically like I've just seen signs that like goblins were here. Yes. Yeah. out to me. Um, do an investigation check. Not twenty. National. Um, you would find kind of as you're walking around, you step over by where the bed has been overturned and kind of where you could tell underneath where the bed would have been. You find a one slat in the wood that creaks um, as you step on it. Mm. Okay, she's gonna lift her foot up and with like the heel of her shoe. She's not wearing heels, but you know what I mean. Like with the heel, she's just gonna like slam her foot down and see if it kind of. Yeah, and it's really weird because this is a dirt floor. Oh, it's a dirt and, floor. Well, it's a dirt floor, but you still have that creak when you step somewhere. Like it's stuffed. Can I take my shield and just kind of like? Yeah. As you dig it up, you find what looks to be a small in box underneath. Like, like you pull the box. Like, how are you looking at the box? Are you just gonna like pull it out, or basically? I'm just kidding. Pull it out, like. Um, you kind of dig around with your shield a little bit more, using it kind of as a, a shovel. You find some a little handles on the side, and it's quite ornate for a box. Um, it's got a lot of feel free. It reminds you a lot of kind of almost a nobleistic um, hope chest um, for like that any um, purveyor of fine boxes would own. Um, though the kind of the features of it, you notice um, a lot of like wooden textured designs on the top. What looks to be a small ruby set into the middle and the wood is kind of a dark gray color. get it open um you don't see any new handle to lift open like a lid uh, right now okay. looks uh, like it, it just looks like a, a box though you can try to open it if you'd like to okay i need you to make a dexterity saving throw 
Four? Four? That is not going to be good enough. So as you touch the box and go to pry on it, that ruby on the middle of it flares to life and you feel a shot of force hit you in the chest, knocking you back a good couple of feet. Uh, you will take uh, 13 points of damage as it knocks you kind of back against the other wall, with this being a small room. Um, all of you now, as you kind of been digging for a little bit, you find what looks to be another, like the top of what looks to be kind of a similar gnome on this other pile. Um, but as soon as you kind of starting to uncover it, you hear a crash from inside the house. <laughs> She's Maybe not. Pinky's going to zip over to the house and peek in the window. What, how do they find you? Yeah, Joy, you're just going to see. Pinky will see Adelaide, like, kind of like back up to the wall, like her, like, silvery blonde hair just like over her face. And then she's just kind of like looking like wide eyed from like behind her hair, like, kind of like shaking her head off a little bit. Pinky, the box is haunted. <gasps> Can I? She's gonna. I don't know. Is the window open? Does she need to open it and then fly through? Like, Pinky, I cannot hear you. I oh. Yeah, her internet's kind of the bloody. Yeah. It looks like. Can you hear me now? Hello. Maybe. Oh, this is we still can't hear you, Joy, just so you know. I can hear, I, Joy. I can hear Joy. Yeah, you I can, can hear me? Yeah. 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 There's been a problem over here. I think it's them. Wait. Like they Brandon, you say something. You're the problem. I can't. That's no, the they can't hear John. <gasps> There's a problem. Can you hear, Wait, can you hear <laughs> us? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can, can hear. We can't hear. Oh, interesting. Did this get <laughs> Oh, it's not on. Did it die? I thought, yeah, it's dead. Oh, that's so funny. Can you guys say something? If our viewers um, can hear every side or just one of us, one of the sides. Well, it's all them. <laughs> it's all their fault. It's all their fault. What the heck? Yeah, my my computer won't uh, guys. If you want to turn on the sound on. Well, I don't have a sound on here. I don't have a sound. Let me see if I can plug it into my computer and get you. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Or you did it? Was it not plugged in? I I have been doing it a different way. Yeah, it needs to be plugged in because it will die. Well, yeah. Here's this. I think uh -huh. I'm trying to blame your internet, Joy. We're back! No! We can hear it! What? No! Hooray! No, our internet was fine. The speaker died that we were no, using. I, I said yeah. you guys <laughs> tried to blame Joy's internet, and it was yeah. you. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> All right, Joy, we can't hear you. Uh, it's your internet again. It's Joy's internet. Oh, What'd you say, Joy? <laughs> 
Okay, time my internet is bad, but it's not bad this time. <laughs> okay. Um, I was asking if the window's open. Do I need to open the window and then go inside? Pete wants to enter through the window. If the window's closed, then Ellie's just like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah. You go to, like, open the window and you see the little latch on it. You take out your knife, you pop it up, open up the window. Now you've gone through the window. You're like right above. You see Adelaide splayed against a wall. And in front of her looks to be a box with a little red jewel, like a ruby, set on the top of it. He's going to point to the box and say, that box? Is that box haunted? Yes, it's that box. I tried to open it and I tried to kill He's going to approach stealthily, not stealthily, cautiously, and she's going to cast Mage Hand and attempt to open the box. Ooh, okay. Um, do uh, Light of Hand for me. Cool. Okay, Light of Hand. Uh, that is an unnatural 20. Nice. So, as you go over the box, you find no keyholes whatsoever. Um, with your slide hand, you can tell that the, the lid should be able to open, but it's sealed. And I could have had you do an arcana check for this as well but sealed magically. And for you and kind of like your knowledge of this kind of thing, usually either a spell that allows you to open up something that is magically sealed or a command word is usually used to open up a something like this rather than um, your classic lock picking set. Um, you do know like you probably could force your way into this box um, but seeing how it reacted to Adelaide's manhandling, um, it might manhandle you back. <laughs> okay. So, Piggy's going to turn to Adelaide. Did you just try to open it, or did you try to pick it up, or what did you try to do? I, I just tried to open it. I, I already picked it up, and it was fine. It was when I tried to see inside of it that it tried to kill me. Uh, well, that's because it's magically sealed. Uh, we could try and force it open, but you you saw what happened when you tried to do that. So, whatever's in here has got to be super important because it's magic. Well, in that case, let's take it with us. Adelaide will pick it up if anything happens. Um, as you pick it up, you kind of brace yourself. Nothing happens. How big is the box? How big is the box? It's about a foot by six inches by six inches. Like a shoe box. Okay. I think you you probably could carry it. It's a little big. Right. Okay. I love how we describe Pinky as being just so small. (laughs) It's fun. It's insipency. 
As Adelaide's carrying the box, um, as she's like picking it up, she's gonna kind of like look and see if Pinky is looking. And then like, if Pinky looks away, she's just gonna kind of like hit it. Like, Ooh. do it again. Yeah. Not try to open it, it's just- It still reacts. <laughs> Joe who's lost. <laughs> you, are you actually? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm gonna okay. hit it. Not trying to open it, but yeah, she's gonna sock it. Oh no! No! <laughs> As you like whack this box, I need you to make another dexterity check. Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen. This time, um, expecting it half uh, of the way, you go and you bam right on the side, and it goes. And it seems kind of angry at you. Like, it, it wasn't really happy with the slap. Um, you will take... It's ten... Um, it's five by half is five points of damage. Ten hit points. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Bling word myself. I'm gonna, like, act like nothing happened. It's gonna kind of, like, throw me back, and I'm gonna be like... Huh. And I'm gonna, like, healing word myself. Like... You can, like, literally see, like, the bleeding from your ears, like, the concussion, and you're like, it's okay. Pinky, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. She just starts, like, <laughs> muttering her, like, holy incantation to start healing herself. Blood, like, reverses up back into her ears. <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> um, as this is going on, we're going to go back to Moss and Aliyah. Uh, Moss and Malaya, as you, as you have kind of come to the conclusion that the the goblin must be hiding in the area, what would you like to do um, in order to try to, you know, sniff him out or, find, like, locate him? Malaya is just going to keep, like, walking through the grass looking. Okay. Moss, is there anything that you'd like to do? Yes, actually. Moss is going to use the powers of nature. And I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Oh, interesting. Within. So, the area that you're searching is probably a good section of area like probably 100 foot by 100 foot that you you're assuming he's in and fairy fires i'm pretty sure only like a 20 foot cube yeah, um it's only a 20 foot cube so so it's gonna be random be, is there any it's kind of like you have basically i'd say like I, 20% chance. 20% chance. A 1 in 5% chance to, to get it right. Mm -hmm. so, that, oh, yeah, let's have you roll. Roll a d20. You, if, no, it's already roll? I, I rolled a 15. Which would be just shy because it'd be 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay. But if you want to, I'd let you roll. Just this once. I'll roll. Part of this. Dang it. Got a four. Yeah. So 
you light up the area right next to you, but you do know that he's not in that area. That helps. Um, the area that you really didn't cover with that, you covered most of what you felt like was the thickest grass. You haven't covered some of like the overturned logs, some of the... And you haven't really covered you have on time to park just for seven or Sounds like the airport. Sorry. You hear it with the graph start telling you about how the flight is leaving in about 30 minutes. And that exact tone of voice. I don't know if, Elia and Masa, I don't know if you heard my, what I said. I meant. But, uh, not all of it. Yeah, basically I, I mentioned how uh, most of that, that thicker grass you were able to cover, but you haven't really gotten to cover some of the overturned logs, um, some of the foliage up top, like in the, in the air, and the water itself, and the bank of the river. Um, Eli is going to start searching over by the logs, overturned logs, and starting looking in places where he, the goblin might be able to, like, have squoze in and, like, hidden. Yeah. Um, make, uh, investigation check, I would, I would assume it would be, as you're kind of searching and looking your way through it. Eight. With an eight, you do find signs that he was over here, but nothing substantial. Um, like you don't find him. Um, knowing that he was over there, Elia would tell Moss, He'd "Be like, there's signs of him over. There's there's signs that he's been over here." Um, so she's going to continue to kind of like expand out into the foliage and looking into the trees and stuff like that. Seeing if she can find them. And this will... Um... One second. You know... Moss, would you like to do something? Yeah, Moss will search in the other area. Uh, over by the water? Yeah. I like you I both. To... Oh, go ahead. Okay. What was that? I was going to say, I'd like you both to do a perception check. 19. 19? And 13. 13. Moss, you just barely got the same as him. As right as soon as Elia kind of turns her back from the logs and start wa walking toward more of the foliage, um, a little bit farther away from the water, and as you start approaching the water, you see a figure dart from the what looks to be inside one of the logs, and the chase is on again. Um, 
As of right now, I'd like to go into initiative with just you two and the goblin to kind of figure out how this is going to go. Is that all right with you guys? Sure. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, Moss, what'd you get? For what? Initiative? Yeah. 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 I got terrible eight. Eight. And Elia, what'd you get? A 14. 14. All right. So the goblin's about, I'd say, at this point, since he got a little bit of that surprise, he's about 60 feet away from both of you at this moment with a little bit of a lead. Um, Eli, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to vortex warp him. Oh, nice. Yeah, fair enough. So okay. you're going to make a constitution safety throw. He makes a, he rolled a seven. A seven? Yeah. Uh, that fails. So, yeah. I'm going to teleport him right into the middle of um, me, or uh, in between Moss and Lyle. I, I imagine, like, you kind of see the goblin in the distance, like, like running as fast as he can. And then, like, you teleport, and he goes, he disappears, and then he, like, re-teleports, like, right kind of behind you and he's still like running <laughs> just like sees you like ah! and as soon as he sees you um he's going to panic. um he's, gonna that, he's going to panic oh, okay. he escaped um moss is actually your turn first unless you had anything He's, He's in the right. middle of us, right? He's like right next to you now. Uh, like enough that I can stabby stab him. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, honestly, Moss is gonna he's gonna go for the. Um, actually, I'm gonna use my last spell slot and cast ice knife. Ice knife? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. What does he need to roll? I need, to, I need I need to roll in there. Yeah. Um Nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20. You'll definitely hit. And he is gonna say how are we nat 20 in spells? It's same as the normal attacks, double damage. Yeah, you just double the double dice. Double the dice. Okay. It's actually so somebody exactly. Okay, so 12 piercing damage, and then he's going to take 18 cold damage. 18 cold damage, 12 piercing damage. One second. Huh? Yeah, so as he starts to run, Moss, you simply summon a bolt 
of pure ice and shoot it forth from your hand. That ice, um, in his friend's like fearful state, he's not even thinking about protecting himself, and he has turned his back fully towards you. You, you see his eyes as he flinches from the impact. He stops and he turns around to you, to you, and then he puts his hands, trying to cover up the hole that you blew through his chest. Poor buddy. Um trying in whatever way he could to stop the bleeding uh then he falls over and dies that's very sad i mean when you only have seven hit points it's it's a hard to go straight through yeah that's true all right that this one has been built Uh, are you both returning to the uh, the farm, that little sh shack, the woodland hut? Yes, I think so. Perfect. All right. Um, it's about the time that you get back, um, Ren, that you've uncovered the next pile. If that's what you're still going to kind of continue doing. Sure. Yeah. Um, you find what looks to be another gnome. This one what looks to be holding a shield and a sword and clad in armor, though it's very, uh, you know, minimalistic in its design. It's a wood carving. It's it's more tribalist in style. I like it. Um, it's cool. It is buried on top of what looks to be um, um, some sort of animal. It looks to be, at this point, a horse. Do these look fresh? Like, are they like the burial sites? Are they fresh? Because you said that the first body was already kind of decayed. Mm -hmm. So, are these not fresh? The bodies are not, but the dirt around them is. Does it look like they were like grave robbers? Like, does this look like this was set up to be a grave and that they were? At this point, you've uncovered most of the person to kind of tell what they are. Yeah. As you look down at them, um, nothing really stands out much of them. They look to be half or not. Me going through all the DD races, trying to decide why I want to make my dead body to be. Um, we'll just go with human. Yeah. Find what looks to be a kind of a more middle-aged man, and nothing really stands out about him until you. Um, actually, why don't you do a medicine check real quick to see if you notice something? What's your? You probably have a better medicine than me. Uh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I have a plus five. That's that's pretty okay. That's not even a scoff at. <clears throat> I'll roll that medicine. Uh, 21. Natural. Natural 21. <laughs> um, you'd notice this, his jaw is slightly unhinged. 
just because it's decaying, um, which allows you fairly easy access to see the two canine teeth are extended a little longer. As in, like a vampire? Okay. Yeah, everything looks good here. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's actually what I said. Well, do I see? Did he get like staked? No. Is there a cause of death? Um, you can't quite tell. Garlic ingestion. <laughs> Garlic fermentation. Yeah, <laughs> of the of the lower extremities. Um, no, he looks to be just rotting, and not, you can't tell why. But you can definitely you can tell that the the canine teeth are too long to be normal. Or what? I don't see that. Huh? I don't see that. Well, you he would show. I mean. Would you show the the teeth to to Baron or not? You did say, "Oh, it's all good. No worries." No, I'll show him. I'll show him the teeth. I'll kind of like lift up the lip and kind of look at him, like he knows. As, as you lift up the lip, it kind of goes a little too far and rips off a little bit. Ew. You know, look it off. Yeah, I'll kind of wipe it on Baron's shirt or something. Uh, <laughs> Looks like it's been dead for a while. Yeah, I don't know how it died though. It are vampires? Or maybe I'll say vampires like whisper. I don't want the others to get freaked out. I'll say aren't vampires? Are they compli- a little complicated to die, to kill? They can be. Take through the heart, cut off their head, burn them with fire. The typical things. Okay, yeah, so there's no stake. There is a head here. Yeah. It's looking pretty soft. No no crispness here. <laughs> yeah, I, I see where you're going with this, friend. Um Can I can I loot him? Can I see what's on him in his pockets? Um in his chest cavity. <laughs> you find his heart. Oh. It's still beating. <laughs> No. Um, yeah. Make an investigation check as you you start rifling through them. Plus zero. Here we go. Wish me luck. Eight. Plus zero. Plus zero. So, an natural eight. Unnatural eight. Yeah. A natural and unnatural eight. Yeah. Um, with an eight, um, it looks like most of what you. What well, would have been on him? Um, maybe it was taken. He looks to be wearing farmer's clothing. Okay. But you do know that um, Adelaide's sitting over there, like still trying to recover from being blasted by a box. Does it look like this guy is the person who lived here? Maybe. Um, Did we assume infer that? You can infer whatever you want. You'd have to. If you want to do an investigation check to try to prove it. 
look around in a little bit though. Okay. All right. And I'm just yeah. You can infer whatever you want, but uh, well, I mean, it looks like I don't know if we have much to worry about, but uh, just in case, I've I've been actually working on something, um, and I'll kind of shuffle up through my bag and I'll pull out one of the one of the torches that I have, but I've only gotten one done at this point. And one of the torches that I have has the end of it has been uh, whittled into a nice sharp point. You know, you can never be too careful. And I'll, uh, I'll just in case, yeah, just do a quick get it jab, done. Jab it in. Jab it in. Yeah, that's yeah. actually, that's a good idea. I imagine it like, just like, just squishes in. It is. It like squeals. No, I'll pull it back out. Do you actually pull it out? Pull it back out. It's pretty gross. Wipe it off a little bit. I'm going to see you guys on our departure to Salt Lake City. We should be here in the next couple of minutes. I'll be back down. We're waiting for our cleaners on board to finish up the aircraft. We hear the dead body of the vampire starts to speak about how the flight is leaving in 15 minutes. Um, I mean, I don't know if the, the goblins were the one to, to kill this or what. They may have been doing these people a service. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. They were just being respectful to the dead. Huh, this man and the horse and I make a make a history check just real quick as you're talking about respecting both of us yeah you both did. as you're kind of looking at these little known things 15 15 or with a 15 um thinking about it you do know that gnomes are like the most hated race to a goblin just because they're smaller than them they're so this dumb. They have smarted brains. You know, the classic, you know, I don't like you because of these reasons um, sort of thing. Goblins are racist against gnomes, and it's proven. Um, yeah, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Where's my. Um, yeah. <laughs> you would assume that to be buried with their enemy probably is some sort of disgrace or maybe have like a ritualistic warding for a grave as like I don't know the like the the figure of our enemies shall watch over your dead um, kind of like kind of like spin the face but you don't see any signs that the goblins attend to this moment. as well as from the number of tracks around here, it doesn't look like they were here longer than maybe an hour before you. Hmm. Got any ideas, Ren? No, I, I have no yeah. idea. Uh, I don't think we need to dig up the rest. I mean, we're, we're probably okay. Yeah. Should we bury these guys again? That's probably best. 
Yeah, probably. I bet by the time we finish this, the others will be back. Then we can figure out what we're doing with the night. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Not too long after everyone kind of reconvenes, Laya and Moth. Uh, 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 the buried dead body of the vampire starts speaking from the grave again again saying how the flight is imminent and all passengers with um Express premium passes. Um, need to board now. Anyways, um, as you've all kind of gathered back up, Eli, I would assume you and Moss informed the rest that you were able to find the one goblin had bolted. Eli would like be coming back like limping. Hmm. Looks like a pink cushion. You good? Uh, yeah. Just, uh, ready to go to bed. Um, we did find that goblin, um, and the moss killed him. So, I think we should be okay. Well, uh, are we making camp here? Because we're only... I had to guess, we only got about half day's travel left. We might be able to push through the night if we want to. I mean, I need some time to, you know, recuperate. It's been an off day for me. Just really sad. Um, but first, I need to take a nap. It'd be nice. I'd prefer not to sleep next to the bed guy. That'd be nice. So, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll kind of do whatever anybody. If everybody wants to keep going, then we can keep going. Pinky, Ren, Adelaide. Can go shrug her, shrug her shoulders. I'm, I'm fine with whatever I. I'm all good for trucking forward. Uh, if we can, I mean, we're already wasting so much, not wasting, but spending so much time with travel. I think we should get it over with personally. Opal, would you be okay to take your rest later? I guess. It's settled then. Uh, let's just keep going. Elias, do you need me to patch you up a little bit? Um, let's just get these uh, bolts out of me, and uh, I think I should be okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I will. I will use one of my uh, healers' kits. 
Unless uh, someone with magical abilities wants to heal. I don't think I ever gave myself a long rest, but when, like... We all got a long rest, didn't we? Hmm. I don't know. Okay, I can use... I'll, I'll just use one of my things. Uh, you will get back... Um... 1d6 plus 4 plus your character level. 3 plus 4 is 7 plus we're level 4 now. Yeah. You'll get 11 hit points. Cool. While we take 10 minutes real quick, while we uh, gather up, take a short rest, wink wink, and uh, then we'll get on our way. Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, you guys can roll your hit dice as you take a, a little bit of a, long, a short rest. I am going to roll. Nice. It's not close to my con. I think you would probably be the only person that have noticed this. Uh, Pinky, you noticed that Ren has a hole in his arm and sleeve now. Wait, what? Say that one more time? Um, and Ren, you'd notice this as well. Like the oh. fibers from holding Donnie to your armpit. Have, oh. um, I forgot about Donnie. <laughs> Piggy's going to point it out because that's just who she is. <laughs> uh, Ren, what happened to your shirt? Oh, uh, um, you know, just the friction while I was walking. I think it just ripped. Got rid of all your arm hair? <laughs> Armpit hair, I mean. Look, you know, it's more aerodynamic. Um, sometimes you just make an impulsive decision, really. Um, that maybe is why like, there's like more friction down there. It gets different, you know. Um, don't draw too much attention to it. It's fine. Uh, Pinky didn't see anything that happened, right? She was completely oblivious uh, to you the, the whole time? Uh, you didn't see Donnie during the whole thing, so you didn't know that that was kind of what was going on. You just noticed, you probably could tell without even making an inside check, Brent's been acting a little bit strange for, for this thing. Right. Unless you want to do a, you want to do a charisma deception check. But no, I'm. Th- that's my deception right there. Is me. <laughs> just, just, just say it. Um. Yeah, I think Pinky's probably just gonna be like, like, just gonna kind of side eye him, and be like, okay, <laughs> okay, and go take a rest. <laughs> I like to see it. That's super fun. All right. Um, Ten minutes later, not much has happened. Um, You guys are able to pack the rest of your stuff. Um, Anything else that you'd like to do before you leave the house on the riverbank? Can I fashion the ever-burning torch kind of like to my Bag, so it's like right here. Yeah. 
it's not hard. So you can just get fashion it to your bag. Or to the bag or whatever, so it gives us You can fashion light. it to your head. To my head. So it's a, be a headlamp. headlamp. No. Head. I'll, I'll just fashion it to my bag so I don't have to hold it while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, perfect. You can now have Made oh, for ahead. a little ever-glowing stone into like a little necklace. Yeah, that'd be fun. I she like saw that. what Baron was doing and she's like, oh, I could do that too. And she makes it into a necklace. Yeah. With the string she bought. You like wrap string around it and then you like tie it and then tie some string around your neck with a little necklace. You now have a glowing pebble necklace. Quite nice. <laughs> it's a little a little gaudy, a little blingy for some people's taste, but you you wear it well. Um, as you guys walk, not probably about two hours later, you kind of risen back up from the the riverbank, following it more toward Costa Belmore. You can see from the distance that you're at here, um, not too far away in the distance, the lights of the city. Even though it's starting to get fairly late at night, um, the city ahead of you looks quite large. Um, you're kind of up on more of a higher spot you notice that the city in front of you looks to be set in some sort of almost a crater like um vista maybe it once was an ancient lake that was then um drained to put in place a city maybe it was an actual crater from something falling it's hard to tell um but you can See from the point of view right here is it it's built off a little ways from the the river itself. Well a lot of it has kind of exploded up over that ridge of the uh, the crater and over towards the, the water. Um looking at it you could tell that this city could be quite well defended and fortified um, from this vantage point as that natural um, crest um, makes uh, a barrier for anything that would have to charge and face this um, the city they would have to charge up kind of a steeper slope to get to the actual city proper um Something else that you notice, though, from behind you um, looks to be some sort of red glowing dot in the distance. And as you kind of picture where it was in your mind, you realize, looking kind of close, it's right next to the river. You're pretty sure it's that house that you've left, probably on fire. It's okay. It's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> they needed the burn anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Now, now the only things left is decapitation. Yeah. If you get all three, then you're set. Then you're really set. Yeah. Called uh, assurance. You want to be assured. Ren, you're not really really from here, have you? Uh... Have you seen lots of zombies where you're from? No. Okay, just checking. 
You're implying that like zombies are actually like a thing. Yeah, they're they're pretty common. I mean, not here, not here in uh, Theodora. This is actually one of the safest regions that you could be in. Good, that's good. Yeah, so we we probably won't run into any here, I imagine. I've I've heard stories of people coming back from the dead, but that's all my experience with that kind of thing. It's not fun. They like to just get back up after you hit them. Yeah, that doesn't sound very fun. Um, yeah, not not a fan there. A fun apart, I hear that uh, when uh, zombies they rise from the grave, they they dig out of the ground, make them uh, their way out. But uh, I think uh, that's why the maybe those goblins put the a fun of the the bodies upside down. Uh, face down, so if they tried to dig, they'd just go down deeper. Hey, Actually, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, they, they, I've heard that. Yeah, my uncle told me that. Well, your uncle's a smart man, then. Fun that he is. He taught me everything I know. Pablo, are you excited that we're going back to your home? Oh, uh, no, it's not home home but to our the Adelaide's family uh, that's where they're from you don't live there and now we now we do but it's not home where's your home um more towards the mountains up high used to <laughs> Built like a mountain because he is a mountain. <laughs> Oxygen capacity. That makes more sense. I like my answer though. Oh, well, I guess I didn't know that. Adelaide, do you know much about Pablo and his past? You do? Yeah, you know. Just for your information, um, that Pablo comes from, excuse me, a tribe of people that, while your father was back in his earlier years when he was more of a, the knight in shining armor rather than the, the diplomat they had to become the legislator, he, he befriended this group and when he came upon his riches, he basically invited them to um, come and uh, work with him uh, as servants and help them have a, a better, in his thought process, a better life. And so just so you know, that's kind of the, what you understand of Pablo's past, um, he comes from those people. Pablo, did you... Uh come by your own choice like your your family i mean i was fun about i was like three when you left okay yeah so just checking 
Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to just be in the back and just think. While I'm walking, I'm going to whittle another another steak. You're going to make another torch into a steak? Yep. Just in case. Just in case. Before I start trying to pick yourself back up, like, it's just one bad night. It's just, you know, a couple bad times. Yeah. Uh... It don't matter, it's okay. You just got lost in the woods and you took your kill, but it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, whatever, okay. We're gonna put on a great face. So we're doing good. Can't make them think I'm not doing good. All right. Yeah. I say all that out loud. So, <laughs> so that it's kind of mumbling underneath your breath, like, hey, I'm just doing good. Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> you know, maybe a nice nice nap would be alright. I say that out loud like that. That would be good. Are you guys going to push your way to, to Felnor? No, I think we'd keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um it takes a couple more hours. You can see about as you're hitting the the city is right as soon as the the Eastern sky is starting to light up with the, not like it's the first rays of rays on. You don't even see the sun, but you can see, you know, as the it approaches morning, um, the sky in that side starts to ever so brighten from the pitch black that it usually is. Um, luckily, through the night you were able to have the moon as your companion. Which, speaking of moon, I'm so sorry. What uh, month and or moon is it? Um, right now, uh, is... I want to say... And you said it's towards the end of spring? Yes. I'm pretty sure that would be... Um, I'm going to have to look that up. That's okay. I'm blanking. You don't have to tell me right now, but just say it. That's fine. Is Bear in a werewolf? <laughs> a werewolf, but only for like a certain moon. That's <laughs> <That's laughs> <jealous. laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's multiple moons, It is right? Bear. Maybe it's in a moon. That'd be ironic. That would be very ironic. Is he a werewolf? Is he a werewolf? No, I said, if, would that be ironic if he was a werewolf? Yeah. I mean, his family... It's like that thing where you hate you hate this certain thing and then you become it. It's like an animal film. Hates titans, becomes a titan. Hates ghouls, becomes a ghoul. What other ones is there? There's a... Like, Tanjiro is a demon slayer, but his sister is a demon? Yeah. Yep. There's all sorts of stuff. It's like that's a common. That's a pretty common thing. That's, that's like thoughtless. You hate this. Sorry to have you look bad. Yeah, but I'm I mean, just, you're good. I'm just curious. So right now it's Lebanel, the month, um, which means that it's late spring, kind of getting towards early summer, um, and just the moon of Yal is up above, which brings a lot of peace, as you know, a lot of the other moons are tied towards. Uh, evil embodiments usually sometimes 
connected to gods themselves or connected to um, beliefs in some sort of dark powers. Y'all is considered to be the good moon as that's the one that's worshipped for the followers of Yal Fon. Um, the same god of Adelaide. But as you guys enter the city, it's not too late in the... It's still quite early, but you know it's a new day. You did this. Um, eventually, Adelaide, are you leading them to the estate? Yes, we're approaching the estate now. So you've made it to the city. City. Okay. Uh, before we get too much farther into the city, I'm like, Pablo, can I see my bag, please? Yes, of course. Uh, he goes, have fun, a power of force. <laughs> yes, of course. He like totally yeah. changes. <laughs> as soon as he goes into the gates, he goes, yes. of course, man. All right, yes. she's going to like kind of dig through her bag and she's going to pull out a mirror and kind of hand it. Pablo to hold, and then she's going to start fixing her hair and fixing her hair pieces. Um, and she's going to reach in again and she's going to pull out a clean pair of shoes, switch those out. Um, she's going to look and see that uh, she maybe has a couple of like scuffs from like from, traveling on the yeah, road. and from being exploded by a magical box. Yes, she's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> it's fine, it's enough, it's enough, and then like a couple sprays of perfume and then maybe some powder, and then she'll. Thank you, Pablo, and put it back into the bag and be like, all right, let's go home. It's gotta keep walking our way through Felnor. Yeah. Um I just want you to do a performance check with advantage as you're kind of getting yourself spruced up. I think Oprah also would have tried, but the opposite. You're like, you're already already up you know, got the dirt. Um, Maybe a little dirty, but then would enhance her sway. Just be like, fine, it's fine. Mentally <laughs> not, but we're fine. And my two more now. Come back, baby. Um, 19. 19. So with a 19, as you walk down the street, um, you all are kind of a fairly <laughs> odd bunch anyways, but definitely Adelaide's stealing the show. She's like literally with the power of the moon above glowing as she's walking down the, the street. Um, for those who are starting their day up now, uh, they're all turning their heads towards your group. Um, Adelaide, you're, you know the city like the back of your hand. Um, are we in the shopping districts yet? You went to the shopping <laughs> district first. That's the, that's the, you, because it, it won't make sense for you to go through, you know, like the poor district. You, you kind of circumvented that stuff. You didn't really want to go through the administration. Kind of, or, um, the town is split almost kind of by four main roads, which meet in the center as kind of the crossroads of the city. Um, that's kind of where a lot of the legislative stuff is. Uh, your family is from the northern part of Felmore as that's more the, you know, wealthier estates. Um, even closer towards that is the, a lot of the temples and even at the most northern side is the uh, the palace of the, the king of Theodore. 
Um, so we've already, we've already made it past the shopping district. You, no, you're going through it right now. Right through it? Okay. Yeah. I know everyone. Yeah. First name basis. Um, old Sal is waving, and then you see, like, um, Mosby. He's already kind of, like, the light, the little candlelight in the shop. He's starting to kind of, like, clean the windows. Um, he's got some beautiful dresses on uh, in his, uh, open the window in, at the front of his shop. A quick swerve? Uh, he's not open yet. Maybe he'll open for me. <laughs> She's going to kind of, like, wave in the window. Um, um, Mosby, seeing uh, you literally glowing. Um, he'll go and kind of unclick the door, the chain, um, unbolt the, the lock, and opens the, the door. Um, Madame Adelaide, your holiness, you're, you're back. I haven't seen you in over months. I was worried that you had got disinterested in my shop. Simply been adventuring, Mosby. You're an adventurer fashion. now? Indeed, I am an adventurer. It's so exciting. Yes, it, it was meant to be. It's uh, only a matter of time. Is this your, your group of adventurers with you? Yes, this is my group. Uh, let's see, we have uh, Opal. Opal? Uh, yes. You look familiar. Yeah, hey, Mosby. <laughs> oh. Do I know you? I just don't spend my money as much as she does, so. Oh. <laughs> You'll probably recognize her from the... Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, That's why I, I think I've seen you around hanging out with that crowd. Yep, that, yep. Uh, I'll people. just pack my... The, yes, the, yeah, yes, yes, I see the, the, the symbols and the, the things. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And then let's see, we have uh, uh, Alaya, Baron, Ren, this is Pinky, Boss. She's going to wave emphatically, Pinky's. <laughs> well, I do have to say that this is some quite interesting company. Um, here to say to you, Ren. Um, it's Ren, correct? Yes. I, I just have to compliment you. Your your style is very different than I've ever seen. Uh, would it be Thank okay you. if I, I were able to maybe do some sketches of your your look? I think it probably will be in the next spring edition of my catalog. Fisherman but, chic. As much as I. I will pay. I'm, I'm flattered, but this uh, garb is rather special to me. Has some meaning. Oh, I'd rather not have it be. I, I meant no disrespect. That's okay. No, it, it's totally, it's totally cool, man. If you are interested, though, I will pay in order to uh, use some of the designs. Print the model. <laughs> um. Yeah, as long as I get to approve them. Um, uh, literally, uh, sure. Um, do you have a, a couple of hours that maybe we could, you know, try different things, different looks? Uh, do you have any other um, aspects of clothing? <laughs> I've got a few outfits, um, but I don't know if we really have time to do this. I'll kind of look at everyone else. That's so disappointing. It really is. It's such a shame as he as he turns towards you, Adelaide. Such a shame. Such a shame, Ren. It really is. It's a shame. Quite fair, unfair, really. I, I I would love maybe 
at some point um, to sit down with you, um, Master Rick. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah, we can we can surely do that. I'm sure Rick would do it, but you'd have to pay all of us, I think. No, mm. but you wouldn't need to pay them all. Adelaide, uh, I think I have something over here that might uh, suit your fancy. As Cat leads you over kind of towards uh, some of the, the dresses, most people kind of lean in and say, Adelaide, um, not to be harsh, but your friends don't seem the sort of type that I usually get for customers. Oh, they're great. They're great? They're are great. you sure? Yeah, they're great. I'm just concerned that they aren't here to purchase, if that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense, I should say. going to like peek her head back towards where all y'all are. Um, just looking at that, especially, the, I think you said Baron. Yes, yes. That, that man doesn't seem one to really care for the finer things in life, and that has me kind of concerned for his, you know, well-being. Oh. Well, there's, there's a fashion salvation. Salvation is fashion. We have a couple of options. Uh, Mosby. Mosby, uh, of course, your, whatever you think would be best. Uh, option number one, if they're not going to buy anything, they leave. There's plenty of things to see here. I won't be very long, I'm sure. As long as they don't take up my precious time, as you know. Yes, I, please. We have so much, so much business. I have so many new Stock items that I need to put on. No, it's so exciting. They're not here to buy anything. They can leave unless you feel that you have some sort of charitable sort of heart that you'd like to choose one of them and maybe make them try on good clothes so that they can be more fashionable. Which, in which case, I would not recommend. Yeah, he just doesn't seem one that to care. I'm really quite interested in the writing character. I think he would be perfect. Uh, that line of clothing is so different. I think it would put us um, more uh, out there, if that makes sense. Make it more rugged, you know? The well, I know we're very on the Chic, but taking something isn't quite chic. You're making it chic. I know. Just think about the netting, like that fish netting, but instead of it looking like an actual fish net, they're like leggings. Really tight pants. Yeah, tight pants. Like nice. trousers, but they're like skin tight. Crazy. It seems a little bit scandalous, honestly. Oh, you should wear something over it. That makes sense. Yes. sense. Good. That's good. Um, dear friends, if you don't want to buy anything, uh, you can look around the shopping district. I'll be out shortly. Friend, you stay. You if stay. you don't mind. If you don't mind. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I can. I can stay. What's the price of just something? Like, I just want to see what the price tag of something in this shop would but be. Are you looking at, like, a full suit? Or uh, no, just, like, I'm just, like, whatever I'm next to, I'm just, like... There's, like, a hat next to Yeah, I'm just, like, I just want to, like... You look over at a pair of what looks to be very well-crafted um, kind of trousers. Like, think about, like, the, the fancy, like, French general trousers that kind of go down and then kind of poof out and then go back into the ankles and stuff like that. Uh, They're running for about a thousand gold pieces. (laughs) Whoa! And that's just for the 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 matching suit uh, is an extra a thousand five hundred. I can't afford it. I'll just walk around the town. The forefront of fashion. (laughs) 
Adelaide, and Adelaide, Adelaide's kind of like sifting through the fabric of the dresses and she's like, oh, it's good to be home. <laughs> <laughs> and now, is there anything that's catching your, your likeness? Oh, uh, let's see. I do love this yellow one. It does match your, uh, your fine features. Yes. Madam Adelaide, I think it would look lovely with anything that you'd wear it with. Good. Um, let's see. Uh, could I perhaps try this one on with, with these shoes over here? And oh my goodness! Yes. Most speed. Yes. These gloves. I know. They're. I got them in two days ago, and when I saw them, I thought of you. <laughs> yes. No joke. Would you mind if I give you a little? For sure. Take them for a whirl. <laughs> She's going to go and pick up everything and like a little child. She's going to be. Like, Put my head to the back room, so kind of dress. At this point, you guys have all been awake for over uh, 24 hours. I need everyone to make a constitution save. Correct. Uh, while we're doing that, I'm curious. Is there... Adelaide, Adelaide, you have adrenaline right now. <laughs> the hunt is on. One. Two. Well, actually, wait, I, I can add something, maybe. Fifteen. I'm curious, right. is there anything fairy-sized in this shop? Um, yeah, definitely. There's shapes and all sizes. You see actually a sign as you look around that says fitting, all size, from Gnomish to Goliath. Um, so you would assume that he has some sort of ability to change the size of any clothing to match your needs. Oh. Is there anything... No, Pinky can't afford anything in here, but like... Yeah. He's going to look around for some fabulous pink something. Um, there's definitely <laughs> many pink, pink dresses. There's big, flowy, like, princess-like dress that you find. You also find a very nice um, circlet with a pink amethyst pressed into the into the, the middle of it. Um, you also find a very lovely... Um, um, like floral designed, um, like shirt, um, that has a very beautiful pattern of have what looks to be almost vines with, um, kind of like that. Um, do you know what a, a peony flower looks like? Kind of like the poof ball flower, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, though, like the vines are kind of like a dark pink. The shirt is just like a normal pink, and the peonies are like a bright, almost white pink. But like, as you kind of put your hands onto the texture, you can feel that this shirt is probably the softest thing you've ever touched. Okay. So I imagine that Pinky just kind of zips around the store like, pink, 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 and then she sees the shirt and she's like, oh. Oh, which is just standing there, like stroking it, <laughs> like a cat needing it. <laughs> it's so pretty. She's gonna look at the price tag and and ignore it yeah. after she sees the price because <laughs> she can't price afford it. Of this is a thousand twenty-five. Like way out of the price range, huh? A thousand two hundred fifty. Okay. But you do see uh, it has the red dot sale on it, uh, the little sticker. 
So it has been marked down. Very nice. I think he's going to take a mental note of this shirt. Uh, yes, because she has minimal sewing skills and she will probably try to recreate it at some point. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ren, you find a nice comfy couch, uh, like have like a plush seat. And you know, you probably recognize this, Brandon, as like if you go shopping with your wife. And it's like a store that has nothing for you. You find yeah, you're like, oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> you find a chair and you sit down and then you like scroll on your phone. You sit down on the chair and you're literally out in like five seconds. Yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, I can stay for a few more hours. <laughs> um, similar, thing, similar thing happens there, Baron. What did you roll for your constitution save throw? Imagine that Aliyah, Baron, and um, Ren have all found chairs, like, and they're plush. They're like, it's like when you're shopping with your wife. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I five minutes ago. Literally, that's what I said. McKay can shop for like thirty minutes, and then after that, it goes downhill like fast. Yeah. Like it goes from like, oh yeah, like whatever you think to like, I don't know, just choose. <laughs> just pick something, please. We need to leave. I'm just done. Don't you? You get like 20 minutes. Uh, I'm, I get unpatient. Well, if it's something like I can look around and find stuff for me, it's not as best. Because I like shopping too. Um, I don't, I usually feel like I get done before Faith with my shopping, but. If I have, like, I can stay at a shop for an hour if I can look around myself for stuff I'm interested. If it's when it's like a, going to a girl's clothing shop, Rose. yeah, like, begin Rose, I'm like, oh, please, stupid. Me. I love you, Faith. Shopping with a passion. Yeah. yeah. So, Inky and Opal, you're doing good. The rest of you have fallen asleep. Um, I always imagine that, like, Baron and Ren, not even knowing it, but they kind of cuddle up against each other. Not like anything weird. <laughs> like he like fell asleep right right next to each other, and like someone's head is just kind of slowly leaned down onto the other person. Like with your siblings in the car. Yeah. Elias <laughs> <laughs> just curled up on one of the chairs. Yeah, literally in like the fetal position. Okay. Adelaide's on like. After you've kind of done some shopping for a little while, looking at some of these things, um, most people come to you. So, have you made any decisions? Well, I have to take gloves. Yes, of course. They, like I said, when I saw them, I knew that they were for you. I, I just was worried. I haven't heard anything back for a while. So, I'll have to do a 
better job at writing now, letters, of course. Of course. Would you like a catalog? I would! Of course. I can get you. Uh, one from the back. Um, it won't be any charge. You you do such such good business with us. I, I okay, you know I pay double. I, well, I know, but I have to do something for you. You're too kind. And let me know if there's anything that you see out there. I will price match. I will make you anything that you need. Now, that is an offer. But you know I cannot refuse. Of course. Just oh, it's a beak on it. No, thank you. Of course. Just if you ever see a fashion statement or a style that you see, uh, and if you are able to, you know, um, get a sketch of it, I, I probably could recreate it. Just so you know. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, and it's not something that, uh, and this isn't something that is like new for you, like Moby's offered this before. It's just kind of like a service that he, he does for you. If you see something that you want, he can usually either get something somewhere in or, you know, for you. I do have something that I think would Oh, really? So I found my first piece of jewelry Ooh. out adventuring. Adventuring? Not purchased. Oh, exciting. I found it. And I took it because no one else had it because its owner was probably dead. Of course. Well, where else would they be? Exactly. So, Pablo, Pablo, Gracie. She's going to kind of dig through the bag and she's going to take the, that black yeah. necklace that she found in like, like the, how that onyx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's going to show it and she's going to say, Do you think that you could maybe create a look that would complement this? Interesting. I feel that. It's a very serious note. Yes. As I see this, it has to be the centerpiece of the outfit. Yes, and it's quite different than anything that I've worn before. It is. It, usually you have, you know, lights, colors. I feel that this will either be something along the lines of a dark black, almost maybe an off-black purple of off-black blue. What do you think? Did you know exactly what you're talking about? I will surprise you. Don't you <laughs> I know, that's so exciting. Do you want a sketch, or can I trust you with this? You can trust me. I will definitely, and I will make sure, I will mull over it ever so diligently to make sure that this is one of the most coup de crayon outfits I've ever made. I don't know if he knows what that even means. He just says <laughs> He said, like, it's got a pleasure. It's got a pleasure. <laughs> of course. Um, now, uh, are you taking these items right now? Are the gloves, anything else? It's been sent to the estate. Of course. And would you like to charge to the estate? Yes, well? please. Of course. You know what? Don't make any notes. Just send it to the estate. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, I will uh, let the uh, our normal arrangement uh, stand. Thank you. Of course, those three slippers. Of course. Goodbye, Mosby. Of course. Thank and you. here, here's your uh, catalog. I, I hope you enjoy it. I actually wrote my father to send one of these. Oh, really? That he never responded. I do know that he came in a couple weeks back. Um, and he was in a, in a rush. He didn't really get a chance to talk with me. He talked with one of my attendants. Alas, I wish I would have been able to know that you were adventuring. I would have made sure myself personally you would have had one of these. I mean, without you here, uh, you won't be my favorite customer. And so. I feel like coming though. Of course, you are home. <laughs> I am home. Anyways. <laughs> She's gonna pick up her, her besties over there on the couch, Farron and 
and as she wakes me up, and just because he's not used to getting woken up like that, he instantly just drags it, grabs like a dagger off him, and like gets ready to. He'll stop. Like, most go, <laughs> and then jump underneath the counter as he, he thinks he's going to stab you. Emily's gonna kind of like, you know, when like moms go, stop, stop, stop. She's gonna like kind of do that to him. On the head. <laughs> so. Bye, Bosby. And then, boom. Uh-huh. And your, your party is such a lively bunch. I mean, you need a good, lively party like you need good, lively earrings. That's very true. When you're out in the world, you've got to be prepared for everything. Yes. Um, do come back with that red fellow. I, I really would like to see his um, uh, repertoire of outfits. Now that I know that you're looking towards that direction, I feel that I have the advantage. Yeah, as always, you do. How can I keep up? I, I would assume not too long after that you guys are going to head towards the estate now. Uh, maybe stop a couple of other places, um, but eventually you are going to make it there. Um, Opal, is there anything that you would like to do now that you're back in the sea? Are you just kind of following along with these folks for now? Well, I think she is curious about how things are going at the Triclotron, so... It's up to you. If you want to stay with them, or if you want to go do your own thing, that's all right as well. I think she goes. No, she wanted to go get after them. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Well, we are going to take a break real quick. Probably just like five to ten minutes, and then uh, we'll be back on in just a second. And Bye. Break time. Oh, break time. Okay, we're back. Awesome. So, with, uh, the shopping spree done. Um, what's uh, what's the what's the who's compliant? Ren. Work on the thing. Baron. Ally, you guys are okay. wrecked. Okay, you just head to the estate. Perfect. So not too long after that, you head up kind of more into like an upper oh. section of the other side of the crater. Yeah. Uh, I didn't explain it too well, but as you guys entered into the city, it's like almost like you're walking up a hill, and then you crest up to the top, and then it's kind of almost yeah. uh, a. a beautiful view as you look out across the rest of the city down into this recess as you can see that the main roads of the city kind of bisecting into the middle almost running like the diameter of the crater in the the two directions um eventually though you do make your way to a beautiful section of the city as you can see what look to be large houses set of up in various areas um and a lot of these have you know grand gates walled uh, areas above most of these walls having spiked tops uh to deter thieves as you look in through kind of the barred gates of the uh, of these complexes you see beautiful gardens um 
as you're approaching town more closer towards where in the distance you can see what looks to be a beautiful and elaborate palace partially carved out of the side of the the stone but also built like to look like a fortress um almost a kind of like a a gothic cathedral-esque style um for the palace you hear a baby cry. <laughs> Adelaide has a new sister. It's it's like the uh, it's like the scene of a Shrek when they open up the gate or like when they step out of the onion cart. <laughs> the bird poops on or not not poops, <laughs> it falls down and it's just a random baby crying. No. Anyways, um, Adelaide, you see not too far off up above the brighter estate would you like to describe what it looks like to your friends as it as you guys are approaching it like your your mind's picture of it that's pretty it's very nice nice. (laughs) it's awesome there's lots of great things about it it's gorgeous it's very very nice no they're uh the brighter state prides itself in beauty and in elegance so the grounds are immaculately kept just beautiful flowers um greenhouses gardens um there are kind of three separate like wings or buildings to the actual estate there's like the side home um not home but there's like a side kind of building um and that is uh that is used for business purposes by um, Adelaide's father. And then there's the big kind of the manor on the estate. Um, and that is um, a beautiful white building. Um, I think castle, uh, but maybe, maybe like, I was gonna say like, like the LA temple. <laughs> Pointy pretty castle, not stone castle. I think like more like like a fancy esque fancy castle, but of course it's not massive because it's it's still it's not like a castle. It just has kind of similar design ideas, but put into more the size of like a manor, um, like a chateau. I don't know what that means, but Adelaide probably does. <laughs> hey, it's just then, castle in French, but I think typically like they're just smaller. Okay. Or like if you say you live in a chateau, it's kind of just like a mansion. I don't know. That's exactly what it is. I'm no expert. Um, and then um, again, off to the, it's actually like further past the castle. Um, there's another very large buildings and then a few houses outside and that's where like Pablo's family lives. It's almost like its own community, but it's on the estate. Um, yeah, that's what that was. Nice. As you approach, <laughs> nice. <laughs> As you approach the gate, um, Opal, are you still with him or have you gone? I've gone. At this point, you kn- you would notice that Opal's not with the party at this point. Um, would Did you tell him where you were going? I would have. Okay. Yes. Well, then, 
you notice again, like, oh, wait, yeah, we don't have a boy with us. She went and did some events. Um, you notice the, uh, the gates ahead have what looks to be t- posted two um, guards outside bearing the, the family crest of the, the Brightor family. Um, Ali, do you know that your father was known for his prowess in battle and he still commands a, a troop of around 250 guard um, that are also kept on the state with the servants um, as a his own personal battalion that he is he trains. Uh, this looks to be through the guards as of right now are posted out in front. Um, Pinky is going. Oh. Go ahead. I was going to say that Pinky is going to like go wide eyed at the sight of this spectacular building. She's going, like, oh, You live there? Yes, this is home, sweet home. It's nice to be back. Pinky is going to. Jackson, good to see you. Lady Brightor, you have her change. <laughs> change, only briefly. This is more like a pit stop on the way to some more adventuring. Very well. Your father has let us know that you are returning today as uh, you were able to message previously. Um, right this way. As they open up the gates. Um, and... Like the Walmart doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to walk up. They actually don't guard it. They just... They just stand there to make sure that the automatic animation's working. They're the door greeter. Just kidding. No, no. They, they open up the gate. Um, and you are beckoned into the gardens uh, of the estate. That's kind of... It's not uncommon for there to be a main path walking towards the gate, gate but definitely it doesn't necessarily go to the straightest shot. It's supposed to lead visitors path a little bit through not all the gardens, but kind of like a highlight of some of the garden features. Not like, it's like a, basically a straight shot, but it definitely does show off the beauty, the well-kept grounds. Um, You do notice uh, like the the figures of the guard. Um, Ali, do you notice that, you're not sure, maybe there might be more guards posted than usual, but maybe it's just, you're not sure it's anything out of the ordinary or maybe it's just more of a training or if your dad's just trying to like you know show off a little bit make sure everyone's like in line <laughs> and going home not hard to tell shift shave pinky if you like the outside i have a feeling that you'll love the inside <gasps> i want to see it they're all the same pinky all well, right even seen one how fun the party has a point um and Baron the brighters make it a point to not be the same as all the other well same you might be surprised but it wouldn't surprise me if you were not surprised I would be surprised (laughs) that you're not surprised that I'm surprised that you're not surprised and surprise. Yes. All surprise. Anyways, as you guys enter 
um, <clears throat> um, knock on the the door. Bump, bump, bump. Um, you are. Um, greeted at the door by a large man uh, dressed very similarly to Pablo except he has a little bow tie. But think of Pablo, but like you know how Pablo's only like five feet tall? He's like this tall comparatively to most people. Oh, he's like six? He's that short. Yeah. No, oh, he's, he's like six. He's tall he's guy. Like, if he's short, that's okay. I'm, no, it's I'm fine. We can have him tall. No, but he is tall. This guy is like ten foot. Like and you would know this, um, Adelaide, but oh, um, Pablo's family actually come from a race of giants. And Pablo's just a little giant? He's just a little giant. Oh, he's a big kid. He's just a little man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was like 15. <laughs> he's only grown beard, but he's just like a normal person size because he hasn't grown up yet. So. He's just a giant. Yeah. He's just a little giant guy. Yeah, so he's, he's got a little bit more room. Um, that makes sense. This uh, man that opens the door for you, like I said, looks very similar to Paul, Pablo. He introduces himself as Paul. Uh, this is... Um, um, Pablo will lean over to you right, and say, How fun apart. That's my uncle. I can see the resemblance, Pablo. <laughs> Him and then all my primos and primas, they're they're all the pre-charity part. Amen to that. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um as uh all says Hafan this way. Thank you, Paul. Um, he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why did you use some Because I'm putting down the stuff we want. Oh, the list for the, the bus. so adorable. <laughs> I thought she was, like, trying to figure out how, like, like you are sending me, like, a secret message and, like, what Opal's doing. Cures. <laughs> anyway, um, Paul leads you all um, down kind of the corridor into kind of the main antechamber uh, of the the house. I, I imagine that a lot of the colors are almost like gold, deep, like crimson reds, silvers, marble floor. Um, tapestries depicting glorious battles with different monsters and things like that as you're walking down. Very ostentatious. Um, very much presenting the wealth and the valor of the Bright Sword name. You know that these tapestry, Tapestries Alley depict your um, Bright Sword line going back uh, even to the, uh, some of the first kings of the uh, the uh, um the the um the kingdom um though that line may not be the bright four line as it um split off it, it's still part of your lineage and it's it's comforting to look up and to see those figures and to know that that's uh where your stock comes from 
not too long after that, as you call, um, um, obeys you to, to stop and to wait, um, as he goes and fetches the, the master of the house, Azurius. You hear a man, you first hear the footsteps as it's like a bump, 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 bump. Like it sounds like it may be a run or maybe it's just a really quick walk. Um, as the you see a man quite similar to Adelaide's um, features, he has a very angled face. Um, quite a man, as his hair is now kind of darker gray, speckled with a little bit of white, kind of more towards the edges of it. Um, he looks quite stoic. Um, you could see him being a general of an army. Um, as he just holds himself with an air of responsibility and with um, prowess. As he enters into the room, he will see you, um, Adelaide, and go, like, it's almost like a switch that gets flipped. As he's like very stern, very serious, and as soon as he sees you, he's like, Adelaide, I am so happy to see you. As he kind of runs up and just gives you a big hug. I missed you so much. Did you get my letter? I did get your letter. Do you mind? Oh. This is better. This is better. This, this is, is so much better. better. <laughs> it's so good to see you. I didn't know that you'd be back so soon. What have they been having you do? Uh, these your your um, underlings that they have hired for you so that way you can um, go on your adventures? No, these... these... I know underling. What? <laughs> <laughs> Baron's like Baron was like in the back because like he was like all had stopped him trying to get him to wipe the mud off his boots and like starts kind of I'm no underling. Oh, I did not mean to offend. I'm so sorry. That was not my 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 meaning it whatsoever. Oh, these my associates. Oh, your associates. So this is your vigil team. This is my vigil team. And vigil team. This is my father. It is good to meet all of you. Um, as like he kind of turns towards the rest of you, uh, I would say that as he says that those lines, he goes from kind of the, the super cheery, like, Oh, this is my daughter's back. He kind of goes, It's good to meet all of you, as he's kind of reaffirmed his like, um, stance. He looks a lot more, uh, like that stoic figure. Uh, and your names, please. I would like to know who's traveling with my daughter. Oh, did you not hear me? No, no. Go, Pinky. Go ahead. I'm Pinky! She's gonna stick out her hand. Of course, it's very small, but, you know, just shake it. It's good to meet you, um, Pinky. Any surname or any uh, lineage title I, I should be aware of? I am Pinky Zinnia Azalea from the... Oh, I forget what the forest is called that she's from. The Rovine? Yes. From the Rovine. Wow. Did we know it was Pinky Azalea Azalea? I actually really like that. Name. It's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, it's like Amelia Bedelia. Azalea Azalea. That that name rings of uh, very much honor. I can tell that you come from, uh, a, must be a very fine family. 
Uh, and you kind of puff up her chest. <laughs> she, as he turns to whoever wants to go next. Uh, I'm Ren. Ren of of Bauli, and I'll bow. Bauli, I've never heard that family name before, and oh, it's just that's just my village. Um, oh, village. Yes. Um, wow. Uh, I have heard that before, being called after the place that you are, are from. That's that's quite interesting. That I I I um. That's good. Yeah. Father, he's a fashion icon. He's a fashion icon. Icon. Has he met Mosby? He has met Mosby. Things are in the works. Oh, good. Oh well, as as soon as you say that, his uh, disposition towards you, uh, Ren, uh, changes dramatically. He's like, it's good to meet you. Uh, uh, Ren of Bauli, I, I know that you must bring honor to your village with every step that you take uh, outside of it. I hope to. Uh, and your name? Baron. Baron, um... Just Baron. Just Baron. Hmm. Well, I do hope that as you travel, you may be able to find um, a name or a legacy for yourself. We'll see. Well, Adelaide, I have. Uh, you forgot a line. Oh, I didn't even see her back there. And Moss. Oh, I didn't see him behind her. Really rude of you. This is Elia. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, Elia. Go ahead. I'm I'm Elia Asha. Elia Asha. I've never heard that last name. Is it regional or is it uh, um, a family? Um, it's a family. Well, good. I hope that you are making your family proud. I, I know you are. As you are a vigil, it must be um, something not everyone can do as uh, only very special people, as he kind of like looks at his daughter. Very special people can uh, accomplish such a feat. And mom. Moss is like moss being like literally looks like a bush through it. Uh, I just imagine moss goes, mm, just grunts. Yes, that's uh, to you as well. This is moss, and it's not a passion icon yet, but maybe someday <laughs> we'll work on it. Adelaide, I have some things for you, but maybe, uh. Your friends, I'm not trying to be rude, but they do look very tired. I mean, you've been traveling for almost a day. Uh, did you even have horses or a carriage to take you? No, not even a carriage. You are so wise. Yes, these two legs, all the way over there, all the way over here. I did not know it was going to be so... Are you okay? Like, has the road been rough? The road has been rough, and it's been wonderful. Oh, good. I was, I was worried. To be quite honest, how how you'd fare, I'm glad that you're just, you're eating it up. It makes me so excited. It reminds me of the days when I was out there as a knight, you know, slaying um, evil villains and going out there and protecting the kingdom. I just, ah, I just want to go and, oh, my back. Oof, maybe I need to calm down. Calm down just a but little bit. I won't be out there again. It just makes me so excited. But you know your mother, she would never let me go and grab a sword anymore. It's probably for the best anyways. Different seasons, different seasons. Maybe someday I'll get back out there again. Of course. Better to die at the blade than 
to not die at home. Or, as you always say. As I always say. <laughs> the family say. <laughs> the it's on a plaque. On the wall. Like, leans up back. It's like underneath my... Sword. Yeah, it's like underneath one of the tapestries as it's like one of your ancestors literally like showing them like being stabbed and he's like it's like words coming out of his mouth about like, the tapestry it's better to die by the sword than to not die at all. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Guys, have I ever told you I love this game? <laughs> um, Wait, is, is Opal coming back later? Should, like, should we expect her? Yeah. Okay. I will be back. Um, would you mention me? Yes, yeah, I would have been like, Opal of the Triquetra. Opal of the Triquetra? Yes, I might return the letter, but she'll be joining me shortly. Great, I would love to see her. I heard that she's, uh, um, she, from the, you know, from the grapevine. <laughs> um, I heard that she actually joined the vigil at the same time as you. Yes. And she became one of your companions. Yes. That she's... is so exciting. the time she's, she's... They're a big reason of why we get anything done. Like, not, not anything. Good friends. Just she's, a, she's a, she's a go getter. She's a go getter. A go getter. Someone that has from when we were young. Yes, yes, yes. She's always had mud. Mud. <laughs> she's always had grit. Mud. I mean, I mean grit. <laughs> um, definitely. Well, that's beautiful. I'm so glad that you're doing good. Maybe I'll let everyone freshen up and. Um, we could meet over dinner tonight. Uh, talk more about what's going on with everyone. Um, go from there. Maybe make plans. I heard that you said that you were traveling on a, on a mission. This isn't just to come visit your old man. No, the word that even if it was, yeah, thank we you. are in need of some horses. Horses? Okay. I, well, uh, I'll get Paul on it right now. Friends, I can't wait to show you to our, what would it be called? Everyone we, probably we, has their own room, I imagine. Yeah. Everyone, uh, very much so, and a lot of these, as you know, Adelaide, you have, especially being, you know, the um, nephew to the cousin of the king, you always have visiting family from some of those other um, nondescript towns coming in, you know, other cousins um, and other families that come here to visit to parlay with the um, any sort of administration. It's your job as their family tied to the city to host them when they're here. And, and so there's a good amount of rooms prepared for just such occasion where family members must come and, and stay. Uh, there's plenty of rooms for every one of your guests of their own. Um, something that you'd all notice, the bath has hot water. <laughs> Big flex. And the water is already scented as it comes out of the tap. Even bigger flex. Wow. Um, the threads, like the thread count is like in the millions. You're pretty sure. Uh, it's just, it's very nice. Um, as you guys are resting, um, getting prepared for tonight's meal, um, we're going to take a second and go over to Opal. And... Opal, as you head more towards the administration <laughs> district of Felmore, you pass by a lot of guards. And as you go past a lot of the guards of the city who bear the crest of the, the crown of the king themselves, a lot of them stop by and kind of um, salute or bow as you pass. Just 
Maybe not net recognizing you for who you are, but recognizing you as a member of the Tri-Fletcher, as very much a, a group that is honored here in the city. As you eventually come to the the building of the Tri-Fletcher, um, you know it as you look at it, I and you can tell me if you think differently, but I almost imagine like we were describing Adelaide's home as like this beautiful, almost small palace. I imagine the Triquetra headquarter here in Felnor almost looking like a fort built into the city, like large walls, um, guarded by every at every corner, um, where functionality definitely oversteps visuals and the, the looks. And in some ways that makes it stand out very much so here in Felnor as Felnor is known for its beauty, its elegance, its desire to become um, more than just the function of a, of a, a thing. The Trifletra kind of stand in the face of that. As they're here for a purpose and they're here to get it done. Yeah. I feel like once I got closer to the base area, would I possibly see people that I recognize? Yeah, of course. You would see um, two of the paladins outside guarding, um, wearing full, um, donning full. Chainmail and rope, um, both of them holding um, what looks to be two handed battle axes, fashioned not like Shadowrend, but in a similar like, vein, like the, the etching and the pattern on them are supposed to evoke the similar way that your, your axe itself is designed with the, the symbol of the Shrek Crusher emblazoned on it. I don't mess with them. You don't mess with them? Yes. You recognize this as Charles and, uh, oh, what's another good name? Bartleby. Charles and Bartleby, standing guard. Um, you know Charles, both of them are huge men. They're like, probably almost seven feet. They're like, built like a bus. Just, you just imagine like, your typical like paladin in a fantasy, just almost too wide. Like the pauldrons are a little bit much. It's kind of impressive, but um, you see him just kind of standing stoically at the front of the the entrance there, um, like almost kind of honestly the the robes uh, of the triquetra that are like the I can't remember what it's called the the halberd or the you know, like covering the the cloth covering for chainmail, kind of slowly br- blowing in the wind. Okay. I'm gonna walk up to them the way that Mulan walks up, um, as, as she tries to act like a boy.
Would you like us to escort you? You joined in the fun voice cracking goal! Oh boy, you know, it's just, that makes us feel uh, a little weird. Inferior, yes! <laughs> you know, we have superiority conflicts now, don't we? <laughs> um, uh, if it's your command, we shall. No, we in. Alright, you ruined it. Okay, let me in. It's because they can. They like they they stop like lowering their voices for you. They'll they'll uh, pound on the ground three times, both in like simultaneous with the axes. Boom, boom, boom! As the portaless gate starts kind of raising up from um, allowing passage inside the uh, inside the uh, castle. Yeah, I'll just pat him on the shoulder, big. Good job, guys. We'll try again next time. Thanks. <laughs> As you you enter in, um, like it's very much so kind of like how Opal, uh, Adelaide walked down the street of the the um, the shopping district, and all heads turn towards her because they know that she has like the biggest, the most amount of gold to spend. Um, it's similar here where. As you walk into the fort, you see um, the different sections, the constructed, the fortified building in the center and barracks kind of surrounding there, the training field um, to the the left of the this area, as well as a lot of the different armaments. Um, you know this to be probably the best defended spot in the, ca- the castle or in the, in the city other than maybe the, the royal castle, um, just because of the the sheer level of um, um, like paladin people, like war machines. <laughs> like I imagine, like there's trebuchets just kind of like set up in rows, stuff like that, just in case you never know what would happen that they would need to to call upon these. These are assets. Um, where are you going? Um, keep walking. Okay, you're just gonna walk around. Well, I need to talk to. I'd like a report on what's been going on, and then I need to request an item. Request an item. Um, would that mean that you'd go to your parents first, or? You think you go to uh, Gideon first? Gideon. Okay. So, kind of knowing where you're you're going, and trying to shrug off the looks of, and it's kind of half and half. Like half the the people here see you and go, "Oh, Opal's back!" Like kind of like a sly, like because they know that you're fun. Um, and then the other half are like, 
oh, it's helpful. The the hero, she's returned and stuff like that. And so a lot of them are kind of a, a mix of that. Mm-hmm. You enter into the fortified complex at the center of the, the walled fortress. Um, you know where to go. The second floor is how the planning room. And that's usually where Gideon Clint can be found. Mm-hmm. As you make your way past people, they don't even try to stop you to brief you. They all know who you are. Um, you make it to the second floor and you find Gideon talking to other paladins, kind of looking over a map um, of um, Yavna. Not nearly as splendor, uh, splendorous as the one in the, in the vigils as the visuals one like being that dome of light that you can see the whole land with this being a, a very well taken care of parchment paper staked on the four ends of this table uh they look to be pointing at something going on maybe in uh Vipronoi, in that kind of area uh and muttering to themselves um you see gideon wearing his uh normal um high guardian outfit garb of full on steel plate armor with um designs of the tripetra being emblazoned on kind of the forehead each of the pauldrons and a, a large one on the chest um the you know this armor to be magically enchanted with um the uh, protections against those things that you know the tripartial um work to fight against as he sees you enter and he will look up and say the hero opal it's good to see you again are you here to return to us uh well um Not quite, but Gideon, how are you? As he uh, takes off his helmet, you see the vestige, and you know him, but as to describe for the audience and for the other players who are not there, you see um, a man, his skin, the color of almost um, like a crimson red, his eyes glowing almost like the fires of the furnace. And you can see as he takes off his helmet, the spots on his head right here, where two horns would normally protrude from a tiefling, have been cut off, laid flat to where he can wear his helmet. As this man is tiefling. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Are you here to stay? Uh, no, but... Um, still see what's going on over here. I know it's important, so. Of course. Um, it's good to have you back. I know that we didn't really say goodbye, um, before you left, but, um, thank you for coming and checking in with us. We haven't heard anything from Ramie in the past couple months. We would, uh, appreciate it if you would be willing to maybe at least write every few often give us a give us a field report of your your findings with the uh the vigils yes 
I completely agree, and I sincerely apologize. That um won't happen again. Um, can I get like? May I also receive letters? Like, um, maybe it's Bartleby's birthday, and maybe I want to come, or maybe you're throwing the old um. Oh, what is it? Uh, you're going one of the festival things to celebrate, you know, the Triquetra and all that. Maybe, maybe it'd be nice to hear that too. Like, you know, the light stuff. Of course. I, uh. Do y'all even still do that anymore? It's only been a couple months, so. We still do that. Okay, that's good. Um, though it's mostly headed by your parents, Tarek and Ilara. Yeah. I will pass the letter writing to them as well. Okay. I can also talk to them myself as a good daughter should so that would be preferable yeah i can do it that aside um how's family good they're great um my wife she's um actually expecting our fourth child and um we are preparing for that uh my son is entering into the fighting academy um this year Uh, i'm quite pleased well, with it seems that he'll uh, turn out to be a fine paladin um, as well. Good. Yes. Um, anyways, you want uh, a little bit of reports? Uh, uh, just so you know, we've heard reports of what seem to be plainer presence in Vipronoi. It looks to be some sort of Dark magic, most likely con- connected with uh, demons uh, in that area. We've also, as you know, um, previously, we're pretty sure the Fae portal in the Rovine is still up, though we have not located it. Our scouts feel like they're getting closer. As well as we heard rumors of something happening in the city of um have not in uh um something about a plague going on there yeah um other than that there has not been very much reports on anything that would be threatening the divine gate though uh in some ways it's been too quiet makes sense well, to give you more information on the have not in like going around, that was my first assignment with my team. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I guess the gods have a funny way of working through you still. Yeah, so funny. Yes. We were able to accomplish that without having to send uh, any of our own out there because you had already been sent. Yeah, yeah, true. Any Um, yes, but there was some things discovered as my onion, if that rings bell. Um, sounds familiar to maybe some sort of demon name. Yeah. But I, I haven't heard that name personally. Yeah. Well, Here's a point, demon. Um, we ran into an infant demon of such related to the more powerful demon named Onion. 
Fourth leg. Still get a little confused. Ah, uh, Opal passed. Opal tried explaining it to me. Opal tried explaining it to me. Um, but anyway, uh, we were able to bring out an object that's been identified as some type of, and uh, what's the right word? It's like a power source seeking for someone to take that power source and use it. Is it also of demonic descent? They didn't say that, but I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I personally felt it wouldn't be appropriate to leave it there as part of the investigation had to do with missing children getting involved. So some things were going on. I made the decision to take it out and it is not the vigils. However, I still greatly and concerned with it. Is there any way that maybe we could acquiesce if this is anything of extraplanar uh, intent that could cause a rift, we should be the ones that deal with it. Maybe hopefully dispose of it before anything can happen. Yeah, well, I completely agree. And that's why I'm bringing the report as um, the other thing with that, as with such discoveries, it'd be nice to be able to communicate with you immediately rather than through letters. Um, is there any type of advice for me to do that? As the vigils have this type of device, I'll show with the ending. Um, I made it a necklace, but hit it. As we have this, that whenever it is crushed, it sends a message like something has occurred and they'll send reinforcements. Um, it also enables us to teleport to say kind of so something like that, but in a messenger kind of way. Interesting. Um, let me do some digging. Are you staying here with us for a while? Um, probably not. Um, yeah, we have another assignment with a haunted mansion slash house slash whatever ghosts, basically. Oh, interesting. Um, do you know when you're leaving? Probably tomorrow. Okay, and I should be able to have something prepared for you by then. I will get um, one of our upper clerics to hopefully be able to start adding the Dwemers to maybe some sort of item. That way we will be able to be in contact a little bit more readily with you. It's easier on both of us. You don't have to wait, and it's immediate, and you're more up to date. I think that's a great idea. I didn't realize um, the vigil, and he searches for the the right word to say um, your involvement with the vigils was going to last this long. So if this is the case, it would be best to be able to contact you somehow. Yeah. Again, I apologize for lack of communication, but as you know, I still would like to think, I don't know, Hope was kind of going to get 20 toms at this point yeah. and kind of be like, still get to decide what I do. 
I understand my responsibilities. That's why I'm here. But I can still decide how I do it. He's gonna get maybe slightly more pale and a little more shaky. Just when you haven't eaten anything all day. And you're just I'll see what I can do. Um, do you have anything else to report? Um, my team's great. I'm actually working with Adelaide. Adelaide, uh, the clerk of uh, Yalfog. Yes. One that uh, one of the priestesses of the the city, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, interesting. That'll be good. Now, uh, let us know if there's anything that uh, we should be aware of in that Yes. Yes. I will. Okay. All right. Uh, that's not everything. We are preparing ourselves to send a detachment to the Proinoi as soon as possible. He almost says like you are dismissed. Like he starts to say it, but then he's like stops himself like because he knows who you are and says thank you for coming for a little bit and touching base with us. Couple breathe a sigh of relief and grin back again, like thank you, Gideon. Uh do you know where my parents are at? Um around and honestly don't know now that they have retired it's not necessarily as much of my responsibility to keep track of them that's fair i'll go find them and i will give them the information if i request as he kind of just gives a curt nod to go off with that um we'll go back to the other group um, at the Adelaide Manor. Adelaide Manor? It's about this point that evening has come, you've all been able to rest, and you've all been invited to the main dining chamber of the Adelaide residence. Quick question. How are you all coming to it? Like, are, are you just still wearing your same clothes? Yeah, we get changed or I mean were we instructed otherwise? Um they said that um to be expect a not evening of fine dining. Um it's closed. He only has one second. No, he bought one. Oh yeah. But it's did still he, did he switch out the set so at least it doesn't have like the road wear on it? But it's still not nice set of clothes. Like it's just like commoner clothes. Yeah, a simple blouse shirt. Anything like super formal? I'm like she'll she'll put on her nicest pink, whatever she has. Yeah. What 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 do you think would be her nicest set? Um. Well, I imagine Vicky has like her travel clothes, which is like a 
like a tunic and and some you know like pants but i also think she ca she carries around like a cute little pink dress i don't know yeah just for like off days so i think she'd wear that yeah, it's probably not like a nice dress for like a formal no, occasion but it's, like it's a cute dress. Yeah. it's like a summer dress right like a sundress yeah i, I i'm picturing that too Aliyah would probably go knock on Adelaide's door. Okay, we will do that here in a second. As it's gonna be a minute. It's, it's gonna be. Tori is uh, taking care of a baby at the moment. Cool. Um, before going directly to dinner, Baron's probably gonna just wander, wander through the house. Yeah. Okay. Explore a little bit. Is there anything that you're looking for in particular? Nope. Do you want to do a check or do you want to just... Sure. Or whatever you want to tell me, whatever. Uh, do an investigation check. Four. Four. You find yourself kind of going in circles as you go down one hallway. You're like, oh, I wonder where this will go. And you end up back at the door that you are, that you, you come out of, the one that has been signposted for Baron's uh, quarters to, uh, at the moment. You see, so you try a different hallway, and you just kind of, kind of just get turned around in circles while you're in here. It's been a while since you've been in a manor, and this one is quite extravagant. It's, um, in all honesty. Um, yours that you grew up in was while it was still kind of similar in some regards this one is definitely more ostentatious than the one that you're you're familiar with um, because I want Adelaide to be here for this um and it's already 9.30. Do you guys want to continue playing? Or would we like to call it here for the week and jump back into this next time? Can we call it here for the week? I have very early tomorrow morning. Sure. Okay. I have work at like 7 o'clock in the morning anyway, so that works. Okay. So with that, as you all get ready for the dinner, I'm pretty excited for the dinner. <laughs> Is Colby coming back in time for the dinner or no? It should be. Um, should be. We'll try to. Yeah. Well, uh, depending on what Opal has with her parents, we might do that off the air, or if it's um, important stuff, we can do that on air. Uh, with that, I think we're we're good. So we'll we'll continue on with the the dinner dash next time. Dungeon. 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 Dungeon House. Dungeon House. Dungeon House.